This is the Sleeper Hold Podcast. Welcome to the Sleeper Hold Podcast, where there is no disqualification on the topics and falls count anywhere. I am your host, Priest, and today we are continuing on with the Women in Wrestling series as we talk about one of the women who has been well-established in the WWE and is still talked about to this day. But before we get on to that, just let you guys a little heads up. Tables, ladders, and chairs is right around the corner for the WWE, and I have something special planned for you guys on Saturday night. So keep your ears open and keep checking out the website around Saturday night, the same time as right now. Now then, if you are talking about the three-time WWE Babe of the Year, the Diva of the Decade, once hardcore champion, and seven times the WWE Women's Champion, there is only one woman that can fit the bill. That woman is also the only person who can promise you personal stratisfaction. Hailing from Toronto, Canada, she is Trish Stratus. Before wrestling became her life career, Trish Stratus was a fitness model after being found by a publisher of Muscle Mag International. Her modeling career helped the World Wrestling Federation find Trish and signed her to a multi-year contract while being trained by Ron Hutchinson. Debuting on March 19th, 2000, Trish started out as a heel while scouting for Test and Prince Albert and soon forming the team TNA. Her first major bump in the ring was by being put through a table by Bubba Ray Dudley. Around this time, Trish also began to manage Val Venus during his heel turn. Under Trish's management, Val became the WWE Intercontinental Champion, but as soon as he dropped the title, he also lost the girl. On June 22nd, Trish had her in-ring debut in a tag team match with TNA against the Hardy Boys and Lita. This developed a lasting feud between Stratus and Lita. The feud carried to an Indian strap match on July 24th's episode of Raw. For those who don't know, a strap match is when two wrestlers are having one of their arms, usually their dominant arm, tied to a strap or chain of some sort, so the wrestlers cannot escape from each other while the strap is also considered a legal weapon. During this match, Trish won with the assist of Stephanie McMahon, and at various occasions, Trish had unsuccessfully attempted to take the women's championship, and when TNA disbanded, so did Trish's association with either man. During early 2001, Trish became involved with the boss, Vince McMahon, while Vince's wife Linda was being institutionalized after Vince demanded for a divorce. The relationship between Vince and Trish enraged the billion-dollar princess Stephanie McMahon, and at No Way Out pay-per-view on February 25th, the princess and the mistress squared off with Stephanie winning after an assist by William Regal. This then led to a tag team match of Vince and Trish against Stephanie and William. Vince turned on Trish, 
leaving her to the mercy of the regal cutter and Stephanie dumping sewage on top of Trish. Vince then told Trish that he was only using her as a toy and had grown tired of playing with her. From there, Vince continued to, to, you know, degrade and belittle and just humiliate Trish in any way possible. But this actually came to an end at WrestleMania 17. See, Vince was facing off against his son, Shane McMahon, and Trish came in and gave Vince a powerful smack across the face, which instantly turned her into a baby face with the fans. So after her face turn, Trish teamed up with her once rival Lita to face off against Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson during the WCW and ECW's invasion and even at the invasion pay-per-view as well. With her ankle being injured, Trish ended up on the shelf for about three months. She returned that fall at the Survivor Series and won her first WWF Women's Championship during a six-pack challenge. A few developed between Trish and Jazz, where Trish held the title through the Royal Rumble, but then she ended up dropping the belt to Jazz two weeks later on Raw. Trish's focus was on reclaiming her title for several months, including a triple threat match against Lita and Jazz at WrestleMania 18, where Jazz retained the title during this major event. Now, while pursuing for the women's title, Trish actually won the WWE Hardcore title after defeating Crash Holly on May 6th with an assist from Bubba Ray Dudley using a trash can over the head of Holly. Now, see, during this time, though, the Hardcore title had a 24-7 rule in effect, and that actually caused Trish to lose the title shortly after to Stephen Richards. A week later, though... Trish was put in a match with her and Bubba Ray Dudley teaming up against Steven Richards and Jazz, and there was a special stipulation on this match. If Trish pinned Jazz, the women's championship would change ownership. And with landing the Stratisfaction, Trish regained her women's championship before being moved over to the Raw brand after the WWF brand extension and the draft. On June 23rd, Trish lost her title to Molly Holly at the King of the Ring pay-per-view. The two continued their feud for the following three months until Trish regained her title at the Unforgiven pay-per-view. During this time, Trish was also having a huge feud against the new diva, Victoria. And according to Victoria, Trish had betrayed her when they were both working as fitness models. Now, during a hardcore match at Survivor Series... Victoria took the title from Trish in what has been regarded as one of the best women's matches in the WWE. Later on, Trish teamed up with Jazz to go against Victoria and Steven Richards, only to have Jazz turn around and walk out on Trish. So, coming to her aid, Jeff Hardy stopped an assault by Victoria and Richards that followed with a deep kiss to Trish Stratus, and the two became a couple. They would compete in intergender tag matches, come to assist each other in singles matches, and show a romance along in the backstage. However, this did end once Jeff was released in April, and the romance just dissipated away before it could even truly develop. Here at the Sleeper Hold Podcast, we strongly believe in helping others. 
This quarter, the Sleeper Hold podcast is going pink with Susan G. Komen as we join the Rise Above Cancer campaign. Susan G. Komen is the world's largest nonprofit funder of breast cancer research. Breast cancer is the most commonly diagnosed cancer in the world and the second leading cause of cancer-related deaths among women in the United States. There are already more than 3.1 million breast cancer survivors now in the United States, and your contributions will help with the research and work to increase the number of survivors of breast cancer. For more information or to make your donation, visit thesleeperhold.com and click on the Susan G. Komen link. At WrestleMania 19, Trish ended her feud with Victoria after defeating her and Jazz for her fourth championship reign. However, her title was lost on Backlash to Jazz. Monday's Raw after Backlash, Eric Bischoff, who was the GM at the time, ordered for Trish to be put into a no-disqualification match against, well, none other than Eric Bischoff himself. The catch? If Trish won, she would be given a championship rematch the following week. But if Eric Bischoff won, he got to spend the night intimately with Trish Stratus. Eric did win the match, but when he was all excited about cashing in on the stipulation, Linda McMahon confronted Eric and nullified the stipulation. Trish then teamed up with Gail Kim for a brief moment before Gail Kim turned her back on Trish to team up with Molly Holly. And it seemed like no matter who Trish tried to have team up with her, it appears she couldn't take out the team of Gail Kim and Molly Holly. It wasn't until she teamed up with her once rival Lita did she start to turn the pace against Gail and Molly. And speaking of Trish and Lita, here's a funny story about the team that I mentioned before, but I absolutely feel deserves to be told again. See, Trish began to build a romance with Chris Jericho, Y2J, while Lita was kind of developing one with Christian. And... After a intergender match between the two teams, Trish overheard Chris Jericho talking to Christian about who would be able to sleep with a respective woman first. A week later, the women confronted the men about their actions, which led to a feud and a battle of the sexes match at Armageddon. Well, the men won. And even after this, though, Trish kind of began to develop feelings for Jericho while Christian pretended to turn face as well, but it was really only a ploy by Eric Bischoff's orders to attack Trish Stratus. This built into a huge feud between Christian and Jericho, with Jericho defending Trish's honor. At WrestleMania 20, the real veil was finally removed, though, as Trish betrayed Jericho and claimed Christian to be a real man while Jericho was nothing more than a lovesick puppy. For several months, the duo teamed up against Jericho and even had a handicap match at the Backlash pay-per-view. And later on, they added the problem solver, Tyson Tomko, to their ranks. At the Bad Blood pay-per-view on June 13th, Trish won a Fatal 4 match to become the women's champion for the fifth time. In July... Trish suffered a broken hand that took her out of wrestling for about a month. <laughs> if you think that's bad, that's minor to what happened later on. See, 
Lita had this whole angle going where she was pregnant with the demon spawn of Kane. And then Snitsky had made Kane fall on Lita and Lita lost the child. It, it was really a wild, crazy storyline. But the thing that's really important about this with comes to Trish is after the loss of the child, Trish had made a few comments about Lita still having some baby fat, which made Lita kind of snap. So they had a big pay-per-view match. It was for the title, and it was Lita versus Trish. Lita was out for blood. Let's be honest here. If you if you were to watch that, you could tell she was out for blood. She didn't care about the belt, and blood she got. Lita ended up causing Trish to have a broken nose during the match. So even though Trish retained the title, Lita got the last laugh on that one, as it took even more time for Trish to recover. Granted, she came back the following night on Raw with a mask to help her breathe easier, but it's a broken nose. It's going to take time to heal. Lita got another shot at Trish's title on December 6th during the match of Raw, which actually was the main event. That's right. It's rare for it to happen, but this is one of those instances where the women rightfully were placed as the main event during one of the weekly episodic shows. One month later, though, at the New Year's Revolution, Trish reclaimed her title while Lita suffered a knee injury. With Lita out of the picture, Trish developed a feud against Christy Hem, the 2004 Raw Diva Search winner. And it was said to be due to the fact that Trish was jealous over Christy Hem becoming a Playboy girl and having Playboy exposure. Trish attacked him and used spray paint her right along him's back, which I'm not going to repeat the word because we're trying to keep this PG. Christy then challenged Trish and revealed that she was being trained by Lita the entire time. At WrestleMania 21, where Trish retained her title, she also then, you know, had a little bit of stuff to kind of tauntingly say about Lita and whatnot. It wasn't really said too much out loud, but you kind of got the picture. And it was the Monday after, which was the big part, because she demanded a rematch against Christy. Not Christy demanded a rematch to Trish, but Trish demanding Christy. And when the match came to happen, even before the bell rang, Trish delivered a very powerful chick kick to Christy and re-injured Lita's knee. Kind of going back to the whole heel thing there, if you ask me. Remember how I mentioned about Lita and Kane? Well, yeah, let's get to that again, because the following week after re-injuring Lita's knee, Trish narrowly escaped being chased around by Kane, and the week after that, Kane almost choke-slammed Trish, but was saved when Viscera showed up and protected her, and then became her partner, so to speak, which was more likely that he was like a bodyguard to protect her from Kane and Lita. So at Backlash, Viscera had a match against Kane and was promised an intimate night with Trish if he successfully defeated Kane. Viscera ended up losing the match and Trish laid it on thick how she was disgusted with him and she was never planning to go through with her promise. In response, Viscera pretty much retaliated against Trish, knocked her down, and did, did a huge, big splash in the middle of the ring. It, what I'm basically saying is that he ran from the rope back to the center and jumped up and splashed belly to belly. We're talking about over 400 pounds on a small framed body. 
Trish was once more shelved as she suffered a herniated disc. I'm telling you, with the, all the injury reports that I've got here, she does not have much luck when it comes to keeping herself in one piece, it seems. On September 12th, 2005, Trish returned to side with Ashley Massaro against Candace Michelle, Victoria, and Tori Wilson. It also was the debut of Mickey James, who declared herself to be Trish's biggest fan. During the November match that was also an Eddie Guerrero tribute show, Trish took part in an interpromotional Divas Battle Royal, where SmackDown's Melina actually won. The following week, Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro kidnapped Trish for Melina, and Melina challenged the bound Trish Stratus for the Women's Championship. So at Survivor Series, the two fought, and Trish retained her championship. And Trish and Mickey continued to be a team, while Mickey seemed to continue her obsession over Trish. And on December 26th, Mickey kissed Trish under some mistletoe, causing Trish to flee out of shock. Tis the season. Now, this odd relationship between Mickey and Trish, if you will, carried on to 2006, where the two faced off at New Year's Revolution. Trish Stratus won against Mickey James, and Mickey remained obsessed over the women's champion. On March 6th, though, Trish confronted Mickey James and declared that she needed some space. On March 18th, the two reunited to defeat Candace Michelle and Victoria, but after the match, Mickey turned on Trish and attacked her, leading to a WrestleMania 22 match where Mickey James won the WWE Women's Championship, ending Trish's 448-day reign. Again, Trish was being recognized for being part of one of the most interesting and best women's matches in the WWE. That's twice she had a huge recognition like that. And at a rematch during Backlash, guess what? Trish suffered a dislocated shoulder, but she still continued to appear on screen while recovering. Returning on June 26, Trish Stratus had a championship match against Mickie James, but she lost, concluding their nine-month-long feud. That same night, though, Melina and Johnny Nitro tried to jump Trish, but Carlito came to the rescue. This led to an interesting mixed tag match where Trish won, and Carlito and Trish started to have a bit of a romance going on. Briefly, though, the team of Carlito and Trish teamed up to feud against the WWE champion Edge and Lita after the pair had interrupted Trish's title match against Mickey James. The duo of Carlito and Trish, they competed in several tag matches, even one where they teamed up with John Cena to face off against Edge, Lita, and Randy Orton, where Randy Orton RKO'd Trish to give Lita the pens. Well, great assist right there, let me tell you. Trish's last match was at Unforgiven, which Lita first announced and then Trish later confirmed. The setting was in Trish's hometown, in which Trish Stratus defeated Lita while using fellow Canadian Brett Hitman Hart's submission, The Sharpshooter. 
Trish gained her seventh women's championship, making her the woman with the most titles in WWE history. So, again, another great mark on the history books and recognition. Following this title win, Trish formally retired as a champion. And it was on January 28th of 2013, it was announced that Trish was going to be inducted into the 2013 Hall of Fame, which also made her the youngest inductee in the WWE history. So another big benchmark for Trish. Trish chose for Stephanie McMahon to induct her into the Hall of Fame. Again, you got to remember, those two had a bit of a rivalry in the past, so it's kind of a bittersweet thing there. And this followed also with Trish being the woman to induct her other greatest rival, Lita, into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2014. Okay, boys and girls, that does it for today. Hopefully you all got enough stratisfaction in your system. And just remember, we still have some more to go before the year is over. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you guys. We also, as I said before, have TLC right around the corner this Sunday. Make sure you keep your eye out for it. And on Saturday, around this same time, I will have up for you guys a special that involves the predictions for tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Y'all take it easy. Definitely keep yourself safe in this weather, and I will be seeing you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sleeper Hold Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at thesleeperhold.com, comment on episodes, read our blog, find information about our quarterly charity, and more. See you next week.